Welcome to Standing Grace with Alan McQuarrie, a ministry of Thousand Islands Baptist Church in Brockville, Ontario. I'm your host, Alex Philippi. We all know life is hard, but Jesus is here for you. He wants to encourage you through his word and remind you that you can always stand in his grace. I was asked recently, what is the purpose of church? And I said, well, basically, it is a place where God's people gather together to worship the Lord. We've made church into this big building with all sorts of other things, but in reality, it is really just there so that we can collectively gather to worship the Lord. And people will say to me, well, can't I worship from home? Can't I just stay in my house and turn on the TV and worship? Well, you can certainly worship the Lord from home, absolutely. However, God instituted, not people, not humans, but the Lord instituted the blueprint of how church should operate. And he instituted that God's people gather together on the day of his resurrection, that being Sunday, to collectively worship the Lord. And we worship him through music. We worship him through the preaching of the word. We worship him through our giving of our tithes, offerings. And we worship him through the fellowship of other believers. But certainly it is a motivation of the heart where we bow before the Lord and we acknowledge his presence and together we just lift up his name and exalt him. That's worship. It's an activity. It's not a spectator sport. You come to church to do something, and that is to worship. Well, I'm often asked, can I not just do that from where I am? Now, I realize there are many people who are shut-ins and people who are ill and those who even now during COVID are not feeling comfortable attending a public place. And unfortunately, that is where we're at. However, church has a specific purpose. And it is for God's people to gather together. And when we are able to, and when you can, I will say to you, we must. The Lord tells us not to forsake the assembling of God's people. And therefore, we are obligated to put Christ in that place of priority. I want to look at the story of the Magi in Matthew chapter 2. For in this passage, what we find are the elements of what godly worship is. You see, these were Gentiles. These were not Jewish people. They were astronomers. They would have looked at the stars, and some night at some point in time, they saw a star which they knew, by God's providence, they knew it meant a king was born, and a king of the Jews. And they were motivated by the Lord's leading to arise from where they were and to gather together gold and frankincense and myrrh, the best that they could offer, and come before the Lord and to bow before him and worship him. So here is the model or the blueprint of what real worship is. First of all, worship is not focused on you. It's focused on Christ. It's not focused on the church. It's focused on Christ. There are a lot of Christians who, and I've been one of them too, who've said, I can't find a good church. Well, you know what? 
By saying that, what we are in essence saying is the Lord does not deserve my worship. I can't find a place that meets my understanding of what church should be, and therefore the Lord is not going to receive any glory. That's not right. Everybody has in their mind what they think church should be. And if it doesn't measure up to their understanding or what they want, they won't go. But that's not what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be focusing on Christ. Now, obviously, if the Word of God is not taught or if there's false teaching, that's totally different. But you're never, you're never going to find a church that satisfies every little checkbox on your list. But the fact is, the Lord is still worthy to be worshipped corporately. And staying at home doesn't do that. You do not give God the worship he is looking for and he desires by staying home. And saying to the Lord, I want to worship you, Lord, but I can't find a good church. Well, I realize there's a lot of churches out there. And a lot of churches with ideas that I don't necessarily agree with. But isn't the Lord worthy still that I give him praise? Here's another thing that we need to understand. Is that worship was created by God. And it was created by him and for him. And so therefore, it is something we need to pray and ask God to help us to do. In other words... You need, and I need, and all of us need, who love Christ as our Savior, to say, Lord, I want to find a place where I can give you worship. Show me, lead me to a right church where I can gather together with other believers who love you likewise, and we can open the Word of God together, and I can give you praise. Are you praying that? Or have you just said, no, every time I go to church, I get hurt, or I've been hurt by a previous pastor, or whatever, whatever, whatever. And we realize that those just, sorry to say, just are not valid reasons. Because again, you're neglecting to give God the worship that he desires and that he deserves. The Magi came to Jerusalem and they said, where is he who was born king of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east. And we have come to worship him. Imagine that. They took that incredible long journey to worship him. They didn't come to be recognized or to get anything from Jesus. They didn't come to get anything or get a blessing or to receive anything in return, like often we do when we go to church. They came solely to worship him. And that's our motivation as well. We make the journey we get up in the morning. We put it as a priority because the Lord needs to be worshipped. And notice, where is he who was born king of the Jews? They knew who he was. They recognized him as a king. And we need to understand that if the Lord is truly the king of your life, if he has saved you, you need to reestablish him in that place of honor and priority once again. But it's not easy because once you're out of the habit and once you're out of the practice, it's so difficult to get back into it. I know that. And so we need to say, Lord, help me to be 
motivated and to recognize the need I have to serve you again. So true genuine worship recognizes that the Lord is king. It recognizes his priority in your life. What would you have if the Lord was not watching over you? Who would you pray to? Who would help you through your difficult days? The Lord is not a life jacket that you put on when the boat is sinking. He is your shepherd who guides you in the good times as well as in the difficult times. He deserves better from me and from you in the way we treat him. Those Magi's, when they came to Jerusalem, where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we have come to worship him. And that was their motivation. It was to worship the Lord. And so they were told he was in Bethlehem, and off they went because they knew that above all things, what they needed to do was to give him the glory that he deserves. But what a cost it was to them to do all this. It wasn't easy for them to get up from their country in the east and to gather together and a caravan and to gather together all the, the riches and to take this enormously long journey. How often is it that we make excuses as to why we cannot or are unable to gather with God's people and worship him at church? Well, it's raining outside, or I don't feel like it, or I'm just tired, or I haven't had a day off, and on and on and on. And and you know what? They may be valid reasons if we were talking about going to see a football game or going to see an activity or a movie, but when you're going to Christ, for you to give him worship because he is worthy of it, then those aren't really valid reasons, are they? Again, I realize some people are physically unable and sick and, and bedridden and all those other things. But as long as we are capable, we need to say, Lord, give me the strength. Give me the ability. Give me the motivation in my body and in my mind to make you a priority again. Those magi, when they came to Bethlehem, as they were going, it says, Lo, the star that they had seen in east appeared and led them to the house where Jesus was. That star reappeared. It didn't need to reappear, but it did. And what a joy it was for them that they rejoiced exceedingly when they saw that star. The Lord honors you and blesses you with his presence to let you know that he recognizes the work that you are doing to serve him. And when you put yourself out and say, Lord, I, I'm, you know, I, I'd rather stay in bed today, but you need to be worshiped and I need to be in your presence. The Lord recognizes that. He knows you're tired. He knows you've had a rough week. He knows all these things. But when you put him first and make him a priority in your life, and when you come to worship him without the expectation that you're going to get something from it, but that you are solely giving him worship and praise, then he honors you. The Lord honors you. And simple question, do you not feel that you need to be honored by the Lord? Are there not areas in your life where you want God to bless you in and honor you in? It comes back to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then all those other things shall be added to you. 
Seek the Lord and put him first today, and in return he will honor you. And finally, when they came, they gave him the presence of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And what a great gift that was to give to that young couple with their toddler. Because now all of a sudden they were blessed by the blessings of others who came to seek Christ. You see, when you go to worship the Lord, you not only receive the blessing from God as a return, and not only does God honor you for being there and honoring him, but you have the opportunity to bless others as well. And that's a joy. But we come because we want to give God the best we have. Give unto the Lord the glory that is due unto his name. Psalm 96, verse 8. Why? Because he is the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He's your Savior today. And I would encourage you, I would really encourage you, pray and say, Lord, help me find a place where I can worship you. Show me the priority that you need to be in my life once again and restore that joy of serving you and honoring you and worshiping you once again like I used to have. And I've just fallen away because I know, Lord, I need you as a priority in my life. If you need someone to pray with you or if we can help you in any way, we'd love to do that. I'm Al McQuarrie, and we will continue looking at the great things that God is doing so that we can stand in His grace. Thank you for being with us today on Standing Grace. I'm Alex Phillippe, inviting you to join us for more teaching like this in person at Thousand Islands Baptist Church in Brockville, Ontario, and to join us online at standinggrace.com. Until next time.